Listener Production. Hakama used to have a plush toy in the shape of a friendly giraffe. Its long neck made out of fleece and cotton, its lanky body replaced by a soft mustard coloured blanket. Creatively, he called it Ruff. It's lovely, but it's kind of annoying. He goes to bed with it. When he wakes up in the middle of the night, he asks for it. As soon as we bucket him in the car, he wants it. When we're going to swimming lessons, he wants to take it in the pool with him. It got so annoying that I decided to buy a second raft. So then if he left it in the car, I could whip out the spare from the cupboard. Now, initially, this worked a treat, but it worked too treatily. I became complacent. If I knew Raf 1 was in his room, but I was in the kitchen and he asked for it, I'd simply grab a Raf 2 from the cupboard and throw it his way. It also added a layer of complexity into my day. If I'd packed Raf 1 in his bag and was walking downstairs with Huckabye, sometimes I'd see Raf 2 peeking at me over the top of the overflowing laundry basket. I was a double agent, urgently trying to conceal the identity of the surplus safari animal. My exhaustion at keeping up the facade... It threatened to topple me. One inevitable day, Huckabye found both rafts. My heart was in my throat. Would he be confused? Conflicted? Damaged? Raff, he said to one. Raff, he said to the other. And now everywhere we go, we have to take both rafts with us. What I had unintentionally done was double the work for myself. In my effort to simplify things, I completely overcomplicated them. And for what? A couple of extra minutes spent looking for Raf 1 when we couldn't find him? When things become complicated, they also become harder to achieve. I now spend five extra minutes looking for both of the bloody giraffes when I could have just had the one. Now, if you're thinking, how do these plush toys have anything to do with me? Stay with me. You know when you decide you want to get healthier, so you make a plan to do an alcohol-free month, and then you think, hmm, I'm going to capitalize on this 30-day challenge. I'm going to do yoga as well, and I'm going to drink eight liters of water a day, and I'm going to start every day with the green juice. And by Thursday, don't tell me that you're not halfway through a bottle of wine and a bag of chips. That's not to say that you won't pick up some of those habits, but overcomplicating the process is only going to set you up for failure. So I wanted to talk about the concept of inertia. I'm putting on my engineering hat, so stick with me. Inertia, it's the idea that an object will continue its current motion until some force causes its speed or direction to change. Big forces throw objects off kilter. Think about what it's like when you're on the bus and it stops suddenly and you're thrown around the place. Small forces, it makes the changes feel effortless. So that could be something really simple, like going for a 10-minute walk once a day. There you go, you've started to change your direction. After a week, you up that to 20 minutes and momentum is now building. And after a while, inertia takes over and you're in motion without even thinking about it. Once you're in motion, it's a lot easier to continue. So let me leave you with this. Keep it simple. Ask yourself, am I making more work for myself in the long run? Why don't you try to start with something small today? You're already listening to this podcast. Awesome. Maybe you could call a friend, sit in the sun while you have your coffee. Master the small things first to set yourself in motion. Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.